Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson and it's episode 58 of my podcast show, In The Know. This is a short form podcast show which is aimed at putting people in the know with a variety of topics using all my experiences and viewpoints in life to put people in that know. Now, what is the know? It's the understanding that seems to be hard for people to grasp, which can make their lives a lot simpler. The following is an intro speech into the topic of today. And that introduction speech is regarding altering the language in our schools to protect our children. What is the thing with schools and trying to protect children from language? And I shouldn't even say children because this podcast topic is geared more towards young adults in college. So when I say children, I am being more facetious because the fact that they are sensitive like kids, but adults, yet college kids, is fitting. But what is more disturbing to me is that these so-called children are about to step into the real world fully and they can't take certain language. And when I say certain language, I'm not even talking about outright hate for someone. I'm referring to the inability to be able to deal with differences of viewpoints and opinions. So why are we adjusting language? Shouldn't we be prepping them for the real world? But we are not. Should we alter language in school so kids aren't triggered within school? Let's start by what is this language? When I was growing up, I remember the language was slowly starting to change. You were starting to be told in school not to say the C word, the B word, the R word. For the most part, it made sense because it kept kids in school from being belligerent toward each other. But what has happened is a generation of softened young people. Scary thing about this, that you have to learn to be able to deal with some degree of opposing views because it's the way the world works. Words. What are some of these words? Let's look at the word stupid. I remember in school when a kid would say something like this, teachers would immediately intervene. The kids in the classroom would all turn to the kid who said it after and be in shock that the teacher responded to them. It would be an uncomfortable moment, but this wasn't the case for my mother's generation. And a lot of people would agree that the times had changed because allowing another kid in class to call their fellow classmates stupid for not knowing something is not a good way to run a classroom. Let's look at the word losers. We don't like the term winners because if that is the case, then there must be a winner. But in life, there are truly winners and losers. And that is the word that people have an issue with, loser. Yet it only becomes a problem when the person or people don't feel like they are winning in life. But then again, it's not the fault of the person saying the word. You know what you are? Where you are in life. That is no one else's problem. Only you can fix your position in life. If not, then you're just stuck in your space. What about the word fat? This whole campaign regarding body positivity is not how the real world operates. To be honest, we should have a way in which we look at ourselves positively, but also from a place where health is not in jeopardy as well. The other thing connected is the fact that people will say, don't fat shame. Say words like curvy or voluptuous. And that is just not how the person sees themselves. And that's not how the society viewpoint is seen as well. We don't say it because we live in a culture which will react in a negative manner. Disagree. We're in a country today where if you disagree with someone, then you automatically are a hateful person. 
It used to be that hate speech was something that was blatant and overt. Even the covert things were in a way understood. But today, there are so many things that people disagree with that can get you into trouble. Yet, why are we so in attack mode just because someone disagrees with our viewpoints? Seems like to me, like there's a threat because the person cannot articulate their points. Now, who do we blame? Why does the country constantly look for someone to put a fault for what they don't like to hear? And the real problem is that we need to be able to have discussions that will show that person they're uptight as you think you are. What are we truly blaming people for doing? We are officially in a troubled society when truth is so triggering, it can get you into trouble. The downsides. Once we lose our ability to effectively communicate, then what happens is that when no one tells the truth, we will have a nation which will not know the real fact from fiction. And once that happens, the sense of our existence as a democracy will end as we know it. Especially in a time like now we're in, with the availability of information with a lockdown in our country. Should we be softer? The idea of being softer sounds good, but it's not what our species really is about. Yes, we have a level of compassion. On the other hand, the softer side of us as people is an attempt at trying to be better than what we truly are as a species. Because when it all boils down, we're truly a bunch of animals. Like any other species, we have a language, community, political structure, relationships. We just think we're more than we are because of our capabilities. With this end statement, why we all have to learn to be better and not so sensitive. Our country over the past years has become more and more sensitive. And the scary thing is that life is not a sensitive place. Your child needs to understand that the world is this way. And they should be taught how to work around these harsh worlds and these words because life will always be changing. But there will be this level of harshness because it is an aspect of our species being what we are as a creature. Thank you for listening to End and Can't wait to read the next episode where we talk about people being smarter than the grade they receive in school.